Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Hi, good morning. Uh, it's so nice to be here. I just wanted to thank all my listeners. Uh, without you, this would not be possible. So thank you very much for that. This morning, we have a wonderful guest. Uh, her name is Sherry Eckland. She is actually a return uh, customer, so to speak. Uh, this is her second time on the show. So thank you very much for coming on the show again, Sherry. I hope thank I, you for I, having I, me. <laughs> I, I'm hoping you had a good enough experience the first time that you're willing to come back. So thank well, you. Well, I guess I did because I'm, I'm daring enough to do it again. So there you go. Well, thank you. So welcome to the show. Sherry is the founder of I Am Teen Strong, um, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about uh, herself as well as her organization. So okay. go ahead, Sherry. Thank you, Fozzie. I appreciate the opportunity to be here and once again, um, share with your listeners um, that work that we're doing with the website, through the website, and the connections that we're able to make. It's been um, quite the journey for me. Um, So I will back up just a little bit and tell you a little bit about me. I'm actually a California girl. I grew up in Orange County. And I went to Cal State Fullerton um, to get my bachelor's degree in child development. And I always thought that I would be a special education teacher. That just seemed like the best thing for me. I just love kids. It's always been my passion. And um, so I'm going through Cal State Fullerton program in child development. And I do all the classes. I get to my practicum. And it's, oh my gosh, I cannot do this for a living because I just absorbed every child's story. And I'm just too um, emotional and internalize everything way too much for that to be um, a productive career move for myself. So I thought, okay, what's plan B? So um, at the time, Pepperdine University had a brand new program. I'm like so dating myself. Um, (laughs) It's called um, the Masters of Science Educational Computing Program. So it was the first program in that time period that really took computers into the schools and how do they integrate them. And so I did get my master's in educational computing. And that really led me to a job that I absolutely loved. I was an educational consultant for an educational software company. And I had five states as my territory. And I would go out and work with the teachers, the administrators, and also the kids to show them how to use the software and then work with the teachers on how to integrate the programs into their curriculum. And then we actually got to the point where we were writing curriculum for the teachers. And it was just such an amazing experience. I got to see cultures um, that I had never experienced before being out in the five states. And it was just a, a, a fabulous experience for me. And so it would just also gave me the opportunity to leave Southern California and come to Arizona in 1991. And that really 
opened up new avenues for me moving out here and, um, getting a new network, even though I was still with that company, giving getting a new network in, in Arizona. And it really has um, given the, me the opportunity to create new ventures and journeys for myself. And so it's been a um, very positive um, experience for me going through my educational process and then my career process and, and making some changes. And I've had a very eclectic career and uh, so it's it's been a lot of fun. In uh, um, 2006, my husband and I started an aerial photography business. And I mean, that was just the craziest thing. He got his pilot's license. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, this is an expensive hobby. <laughs> so how are we going to support it? Like, let's, you know, start a business around that. And, and it was just something that we absolutely loved. We loved working together. And of course, the flying piece was incredible. I mean, hopping over to Sedona for for breakfast or something. I mean, that was that was pretty nice. And, and they do that. have a really nice restaurant there. <laughs> oh, they do. And then, well, it's nicer now. Back in yeah. in the day, it was you know it was still awesome. nice, but not as nice as it is now. But it was just really really great. And yeah. but um, over the years, technology changed. The business changed. And so we decided last year to close up shop. And so um, while we're slowing down the business, I'm thinking, okay, now what am I going to do? I don't want to retire, way too young for that, too much energy. Um, And I want to go back to my roots of education. I want to go back to my roots of kids being my passion. And so I'm trying to come up with some different ideas. I like the idea of an online magazine. And I was thinking, I wonder if there's something I can do around that. And then I'm doing some research and I'm hearing and reading stories on the internet and on the news and all of that. And they all had the same theme. And that was kids, you know, youth do not know what resources are out there for them and how to access them. And so I wanted to create um, a situation where I would be able to fill that gap, give the kids and actually their parents one place to go to get the resources that they need. Um, And and that was my goal for that. So in um, 2018, I founded Team Strong LLC. And the organization, it was formed specifically for the opportunity to create the imteamstrong.com website. And so that that was my goal. And it's just been uh, an incredible personal journey for me. So I'm, I'm absolutely loving that. Well, I, I think the best companies or are born out of passion for something, you know, a passion for an idea, a passion for helping others or uh, whatever it might be, you know, and it sounds like you are very passionate about helping kids or working with kids and and I, and I think you do have a really good idea. And, I, and I'm really thrilled that you're here to talk about what you do a little bit today and also talk about mental health awareness, because that's what we're here to talk about today. So I, I, I love that you have this wonderful foundation behind you. But how does that tie into um, mental health awareness is what I want to talk about as we move forward. But before we get there, let's talk a little bit about your brand and what what is it that your brand stands for? You know, 
I just love that piece. Um, I'm learning as, as a business person more and more about the importance of branding and understanding the different touch points to that. And um, it's just been really good for me. But when I created the logo, we had the tagline, connecting, empowering, inspiring. And that's really what I want anyone who visits the website to experience. I want them to feel a connection to the resources and information that's out there, empowerment through the articles and the events that we're hosting um, virtually and in person, and then inspired um, not just by the information, but the stories that inspire. So we'll talk a little bit later about the components of the website, but there is an area on the website where we talk about stories that inspire. And these are written by young women in their 20s to early 50s who have been through different situations who have come out stronger on the other side by going through that experience. And we want to encourage and inspire that. So I really um, want people who visit the website to feel that acceptance and that love um, that, that we're trying to give to them. So the colors of the logo and the website, I actually decided upon based on the meaning behind the colors. So pink is the international color for self-love. Green represents new, a fresh start um, growth. Gold is optimism and positivity and encouraging um, a deeper understanding of ourselves. And then black is power and strength. And so again, that is what I want people to really come away with from that experience of connecting with resources, connecting with the community and having a deeper understanding of who they are and how they're going to get to where they want to be. So make it as personal experience as possible. So it, it's, it's been, um, again, a, a journey for me to really make sure that I'm, I'm branding on purpose. Oh, I love that. Branding on purpose. I, that's a really good way of putting it. Thank you. A- absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about mental health awareness. May is mental health awareness. And one of the things that you've done to support your um, readers and the people that go onto your website um, is you've created an event. Let's talk a little bit about that event. What is that event called? It is called Move for Mental Health. So as we all know, um, movement and exercise um, is good for our bodies. It's good for us emotionally and mentally as well. And so I wanted to do something around mental health awareness because we're all about supporting mental health on, on the website, with whatever that may look like. And so I wanted to do something where people would be active. So it's MOVE for mental health, and it's on Sunday, May 1st, which is the first day of May, kicking off mental health awareness. And all I'm asking is for people to dedicate one hour on Sunday to MOVE for their mental health. And it's $24 for an entire family to participate, but you get to choose 
the time of day that you want to do it and how you want to do it. Do you, uh, I'm going to play pickleball for the first time. So, oh my goodness, I'm just hoping we don't break any bones, but um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to pickleball, we're going to do cornhole, um, but people can walk, they can run, they can kayak, um, you know, whatever they want to do, but get outside and, and move for your mental health. Um, I'm really getting into self-care right now um, and really pushing that. That's a huge thing for, for mental health. But the event is to bring awareness to mental health. So much has been placed on the stigma of mental health. And mental health has has just gotten to be such a negative component. But you know what? We all have mental health. It's just our personal journey that might look a little bit different. Some of us struggle more than others. And others have different experiences that might bring them down. Others might have experiences that really build them up. So we just need to be able to break that stigma and bring awareness to the fact that we all have it. We all experience it, but how are we going to experience it and how are we going to make changes to that? And we've been very fortunate over the last several years that we've had famous athletes and entertainers come out and say, I've struggled. I've struggled with depression. I have mental health issues and so forth. And they're helping to break that stigma. And so as a community, we need to help build upon that. And, and keep growing. One of the things that really um, hit home to me when I was looking into starting this business was the suicide rate here in Arizona and having to build that community of support for the, the, the mental health of these kids. Um, Arizona has not great statistics on teen suicide. The East Valley, where I am, not so great from that even. And so we really need to be able to have this conversation and keep that growing. And um, more and more nonprofits are starting up. Now I'm a for-profit organization, but there are a lot of nonprofit organizations that are um, being established to help with a mental health issue and, and keep right. it at the forefront. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I remember, I, I really liked Robin Williams as an actor and, and um, when he passed away and it came to light that he had mental health issues, especially, you know, depression, it, it really struck me at how it is an invisible disease. Most people that are depressed, you would never notice because they put on that smile and they walk out the door and, they can still go. function and do everything they need to do. And, and I was stunned when, when I found out what happened to him because he played such bright, cheerful characters, you know, right. and he, he was so funny and he was so charismatic and all the things that you would think of that are associated with a happy person. He, exactly. he had all those characteristics and yet he was not happy. He had this depression, this dark cloud that hung over him all the time. And, and so I, I think um, it's really important that we shine a light on, on mental health and, and recognize people uh, when they have a mental health issue so that we can support them as a community. We can support them as, you know, family members and friends so that they can get the help that they need. 
Now, he clearly had all the money he could ever need. He clearly had all the support he could ever need, but yet he still struggled. And so, you know, was it, we can always speculate, (laughs) was it because he didn't want to talk about it or was it because he couldn't find the right treatment? We don't know. Yeah. But um, I think it's really important that we talk more openly about mental health issues, much like we talk about physical issues. Um, exactly because and like you said Fiji, you you don't know what they're going through you don't see that you know they so many times people put on the facade of being happy and you look at someone and okay they're they're good looking they're beautiful inside and outside and you know they're bubbly and all of that you don't know their inside struggles their internal struggles and and that's where we need to be I think more diligent about trying to, if we break that stigma, they won't have to put up that facade. Or at least feel safe enough to talk to certain people about the issues. I don't actually think that stigma will ever go away. It's been around for a very long time. Um, You know, physical stigma. I mean, there's still stigmas about physical limitations as well. And I don't think they'll ever fully go away. Uh, we can come up with accommodations, but what I would hope is that, you know, people who struggle can find that that person to confide in, that mental health professional or friend or family member where they can get the support that they need so that they can live their best life, so they can be the most successful version of themselves. Um, so that that I think is what what I would, would like to see is this, that they can work through these issues and still have a very worthwhile life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I really appreciate you sharing all that. Um, So one of the things that I'm not quite clear on is how does somebody participate? I understand there's a cost. I understand what they need to do, but how do they connect with your organization so that they can participate in this event? Do they have to go online and register? Yes. For this event, they do. It's um, teenstrong.bamtickets. That's B-A-M-M tickets.com. And um, it's just um, a great way to virtually connect. So yeah, it's you um, again, teenstrong.com, BAM tickets or teenstrong.bamtickets.com. And you get the details in the more information. And we talk about wanting to build that community of bringing awareness to the, the, the situation and just really the growth and the importance of being able to move for mental health. Absolutely. Okay. So if I wanted to join, I go to teen strong dot dot bam tickets dot com okay (laughs) and then that's where they pay the twenty five dollars twenty four dollars for an entire family twenty four dollars yeah twenty four dollars for an entire family and um then you're off and running and then i'm just asking people to um take pictures of their activities and then share on the um i am teen strong facebook page and help build that community and and um, and just really show that support. Awesome. And then uh, does the money go towards any particular event or does it go, where, where does this money, if I was going to pay this money towards this event, where does it go afterwards? It actually goes into a Team Strong and it helps us 
keep our our funding going to keep the education and the resources on the website continue to grow. Um, We're looking at virtual programs and in-person programs to help us continue for that. And even though, like I said, we are a for-profit organization, we are able to have fundraisers, we are able to accept donations, as long as people understand they're not getting a tax credit for it. Understood. Yeah. Okay, so, so on the documentation, we do say that we're an LLC. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But but if you want to uh, you know, help a really great organization who helps others and especially teens uh, get a lot of information on mental health, this is a really great organization to support. Um, so one of the things that we've talked about is uh, your organization and your brand. Um, what, uh, what do you hope that stands out about your brand, especially right now while you're talking about mental health awareness? You know, I think that I, it's the experience, you know, that when they come onto the website that we're accepting and that we're there for them. And, and I think that's so important as we were talking that we want people to be able to reach out. We want them to be comfortable in that. And even though my product is a website, we're still able to connect them to the right services and build that community. And it's for the kiddos, but also for the parents. So the parents understand where they can go to get the right fit of services. But I want them to fully experience the acceptance of that. And for the website, it's Most of the information is applicable to guys and gals, but we do focus on the the girls and anybody really who identifies as female or or non-binary. We want to be all inclusive. And so um, that's what I really want the brand to stand out for is just a personal connection and experience that, that you can have while connecting to information and resources. Perfect. Well, I, I really appreciate what you're doing. And, you know, we're going to take a break here in a few minutes. But when we come back from the break, I really want to talk more about um, how your website breaks down into different sections and what community information you offer, how individuals can support their, um, you know, families and teens. But I also want to talk about how you get that information out there. Sure. So we have a few minutes before we take break. Let's talk about that. How can somebody get information from you? How can they, you know, where do you advertise? Where do you give um, give your information out? You know, I am actually um, out in the community a lot. So before COVID, I was out um, meeting with a lot of nonprofit organizations, mental health facilities and, and components, and just really spending a lot of time personally connecting with folks and helping get the word out, but also asking them, how can I support you? It's not always about me, but making that connection with them within the community. So out and about a lot. And then of course, we're on social media, the Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and I'm back on Twitter um, and just, you know, (laughs) trying to get back into into the game. And um, we're connecting with um, 
different folks really, I was at a nonprofit fair yesterday at um, a new place, a new sports facility place out in East Mesa, beautiful facility. And it was Bell Bank Park and really connected with a lot of nonprofits in the community. And that's where we're able to share each other's resources. And the more I have on my website, the more value I'm going to have, but then I'm helping support them and, and just making that reciprocal um, collaboration. But that's really the key to it is just me really getting out there. And if I have to do a Zoom, I do a Zoom. And I mean, obviously, we, most of us lived off of Zoom um, and Teams, Microsoft Teams for the last couple of years, but it's all about getting the word out, whether it be on social media or in person and making the connections. I'm secretary of the board for the Scottsdale Youth and Community Coalition. That's been a great resource for me um, and for the community. I'm very involved with the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, um, networking events. So I'm constantly out there um, meeting with people to, to help spread the word, but also help spread their word as well. Wonderful. All right. Let's go ahead and give your website one more time so that people can connect with you through your website. The website is IamTeenStrong.com. All right. So there you go. If you want to get in touch with Sherry, you can go to her website. And if they want to connect with you directly, is there an email they can send you an email at? Sure. Info at IamTeenStrong.com. Perfect. And the event? TeenStrong.BAMTickets.com. So there you go. If you want to get in touch with Sherry, you have her information. If you want to participate in her upcoming event, which is May 1st, I believe. Correct. Then you can definitely connect with her there. Um, It should be a wonderful event. And uh, I really hope that you can support this wonderful organization. If you're looking to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And on my website, you can subscribe to our Executive Function Magazine, which is an online international magazine. It is free and it is quarterly. Our next uh, issue comes out in July. If you'd like a back issue, just shoot me an email and I'd be happy to send you uh, a link to the first two issues. You can also... Uh, send me an email if you'd like a free consultation. I'd be happy to do that. Uh, You can connect with our um, YouTube channel on the website as well. And you can listen to previous uh, podcasts or listen to the radio show live. So we have a lot of wonderful uh, uh, opportunities for you on the website. And once again, that's executivefunctioncoachaz.com. My phone number is 480-648-1122. And my email is fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. I do serve clients throughout the entire country. And the radio show and magazine are international. If you'd like to be a guest on the radio show, feel free to shoot me an email with that information as well. And if you'd like to write for the magazine, uh, I'd be happy to look at your articles or discuss with you some topics. And we can make make that work as well. So um, I want to... Sh- just quickly do a quick shout out to our listeners. Uh, I really appreciate everyone listening uh, from China to the Netherlands to Scotland and Ireland and trying to think all the other places, Arizona, uh, California, Minnesota, wherever you listen from. I just want to say thank you. Without your 
uh, listening to us, we would not be here. So thank you for that support. And uh, if, if you get a chance, please make sure you go on to wherever you listen to your podcast and and um, let us know which ones are your favorites. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back after these messages. And we're talking with Sherry Eklund of I Am Teen Strong. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Fazia Costi is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Fozzie works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fozia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fazia Costi or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. I welcome back. Uh, this is Fazia Costi, and today we are talking with Sherry Eklund. She's the founder of I Am Teen Strong. Uh, welcome back, Sherry. Thank you. Once again, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the rest of our interview. You know, I, I don't think uh, a lot of our listeners know that you've actually been on the show before. In fact, Sherry was my third interview ever. Yes, I <laughs> remember. It was fun. I came back. Yes. <laughs> well, when you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, it is absolutely nerve wracking for me to to be in front of a group. I, I really kind of it. it it gives me anxiety to be quite honest. <laughs> We're doing good. We're there. We're and halfway there. Yeah. And so when I first started this radio show, it's just like, it was a very stressful thing for me. And now I feel much more natural about it and more comfortable. But when I first started, it was, it was quite nerve wracking. I think the first 
three or four shows. I, I was very stressed about it. I uh, wasn't quite sure I would make it. <laughs> Understandably. But um, yeah, so welcome back and, and thank you for, for joining us a second time. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, your your particular organization, I Am Teen Strong. Um, we've talked about the brand. We've talked about different things. But what are uh, some ways that you support teens in in and how does the community get involved? Okay, I, what I'll do is I'll kind of break down the different components of okay. the website and who we're um, trying to reach, and then we can kind of wrap around from there. Perfect. Excuse me, but as I mentioned earlier, I, I always was fascinated and liked the idea of an online magazine, and so I wanted to take that basic concept and create the website around that. I didn't want to have an, a magazine and subscribers and all of that. I wanted it to be free. I wanted it to be easy access to as many people as possible. So uh, the different components are the first thing that you see when you come to the website is a directory. And in the directory, we have national hotlines and helplines. So obviously that's going to be USA based. So anybody anywhere in the United States can access those national hotlines. What is that hotline number? Do you have that so we can give that out? Well, it's the suicide hotline number is 800-273-8255. And actually in July, that's going to be changing to um, a three digit code. I want to say 788, but I don't remember that specifically, but that's the national suicide hotline number. But we have um, hotlines for um, chats, for um, supporting the LGBTQ community, um, domestic violence, substance abuse, things like that. So it's a list of national hotlines. The rest of the directory is... Arizona and Colorado specific. So when I launched in uh, June of 2018, it was just Arizona. And last year I, I added Colorado. So we have the different directories for those states. So basically we have um, community programs, we have domestic violence, behavioral health, substance abuse, food, shelter, and clothing, um, education, leadership, pregnancy, sexual health, um, sex trafficking, and and all of that. We're trying to be as all-inclusive as possible to address the the issues and concerns and even the fears of what the teens are going through and also the parents. So we can be one single source for the parents to go to, to get, try and find the right fit of services that they may need for their youth, whether it be a a tween or or a teen. And so um, again, even though we focus more on females and those who identify as females, most of the um, information is applicable to guys as well. So we're able to to bring in that community. And so it's just really a matter of me, again, being out in the community, trying to partner with people to put the their information in as a resource for the community. But it's also going online to um, other organizations that have strong vetting processes and then grabbing their resources. 
sub organizations that I partner with, they have the ability to make my website, imteamstrong.com, as a resource on their website or in their um, print collateral so that we're reciprocal in that way. And that's another way to help get the word out to the parents that this website exists. So that's the main component of the biggest component of the website where we're able to actually give specific resources for the help. The next component of the website, um, I really enjoy this. This is where we are providing the articles and the inspiration to the girls themselves. So I have um, a team um, that I've been very fortunate to kind of pull together through my connections over the last few years of um, social workers, counselors, psychologists, and they write articles for the website. They're telling me, Sherry, this is what we're seeing with the kids. This is what we need to be talking about on the website. And so they, uh, many of them write the articles for the website. We're talking about self-compassion, um, building better relationships, having boundaries, communication skills, all of those things um, that we're, we're working on. So we have different, using again that um, online magazine model, we have like our departments. So we have lifestyle, we have body positivity, mindfulness, self-empowerment, essential job skills, even in money matters. So we're trying to help them be well-rounded and not just talking about mental health issues because we're not, we don't want the kids to come on and say, oh, this is all about mental health. We want them. <laughs> to, you know, Everything impacts mental health. So it's, it's absolutely a positive thing. You want it to be a positive impact on their mental health. Exactly. Without really saying we're talking about this, you know, how do you communicate effectively with your friends? You know, what are the red and green flags in relationships? So giving them those tools just by having short little articles will empower them and help them make better decisions with the choices that they have. And then I'm also all about really building the girls up from the inside out. So they never consider suicide a solution to any situation that they're in. And so, you know, we're, we're having an upcoming article um, that I'm excited about is, you know, how to have a healthy pregnancy. You know, what does in a normal period look like? You know, there's so many body changes going on. How do we address it? How do we give them the information? Because a lot of times they're not getting it at home. So how do we give them real truth information. Well, and you know, so in all fairness, you know, it. not all parents are educated on those topics either. So how can they transfer that information yeah. to their kids? I mean, in all fairness, they can't give them something they don't have. Exactly. Exactly. So if we can give them that, then that's going to be very helpful. Absolutely. So, um, so the directory is national hotlines, and then Arizona and Colorado services specific. The articles obviously are going to be global. And then below that, um, next section is stories that inspire. And I mentioned that earlier. And these are just 
some of them are like gut-wrenching personal stories. And I've cried, you know, listening to their stories. And um, for the website, we've kind of shortened them a little bit. Um, But yeah, very powerful. And it, it, it is, we call it stories that inspire because they do inspire young people to say, you know what, I can get through this too. I, I, I'm struggling, but I'm there. I'm going to come out, come out stronger on the other side. I can reach out to a trusted adult. I can reach out to a chat, you know, a chat line or something like that and get that support. Um, and I think that's what's going to be so critical is about continuing to do that and getting the word out that not just my website is out there, but there are organizations out there um, for the community. And that's one way that, you know, parents and kids can get involved, volunteer with the community program, a nonprofit, um, something like that to just keep, keep the momentum going and just keep everything flowing that, they're getting what they need emotionally and mentally as well. So um, these particular hotlines, I'm just curious, are these phone calls only or can someone um, maybe chat through text or? Yes. Yes. Both. So it's both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And these it depends hotlines- on the organization, but yes. And, and these are for just uh, teens. What is the age break? breakdown like what what is the ages that you what i've done for um the directory is looked at services for girls between really the ages up to um like 20 because after that you're considered an adult and and the ball game changes now the hotlines and helplines that's going to be for anyone yeah so let me um let me pull it up let me see look at this And so for the national hotlines, we've got domesticshelters.org, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender national hotline, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, National Domestic Violence Hotline, Eating Disorders Association, Human Trafficking, uh, teen Lifeline, the Trevor Project, which is crisis intervention, LGBTQ youth, and so forth. So when they go to the hotlines page, they're going to see those listed. They click on it, and then they're able to um, get the website and a phone number or a text number or something like that. And that's how they're able to, to communicate with that. So we're giving them that list of hotline so they know who and how they connect with those those individuals that's supporting that particular topic. And on the other end of those hotlines is a is a professional. Oh absolutely. Okay, yeah. perfect. Absolutely. And yeah. so my assumption is also um, that parents and community members can call these numbers and get information for a teen that might be in their lives. Is that is that a true assumption? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. So how can organizations in the community or individuals in the community uh, support mental health awareness and and utilize your organization? How can those all tie together? Um, I think one thing is, you know, go to the event, become part of the community, become part of the conversation um, and connect with 
organizations in their own personal smaller community and just not be afraid to have that conversation. You know, I know of um, a, a personal story where a mom knew that her son was struggling and she had to have that conversation with him. And, you know, I think that's what we need to be able to do is have parents be comfortable enough to say, are you thinking of suicide? Are you depressed? Are you anxious? You know, ask some questions, but have a dialogue. And, you know, there are times that people can use our website and look at the articles to help have that conversation. Use that article as a conversation starter and then build from there. But yeah, having conversations, be out involved in the community is going to be huge. And and just really... Kind of think about the people that are coming out saying, yes, I, I struggle with depression. I struggle with anxiety. I've had suicide ideation and, and all of that. And say, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. If these people are brave enough to say that they've struggled, I can too. You know? Right. And that nothing bad is going to happen to you if you openly talk about it. I, I think it's really important to not only openly talk about issues, but talk about issues before there even is an issue. Yeah. Like make it okay to have that conversation. Should it have to happen? I think that's where a lot of people kind of drop the ball, so to speak. They, they never discuss mental health issues because it's not an issue right now. Well, you want to discuss it because at some point, if it does become an issue, you want your child to openly, to be able to openly discuss it with you and say, you know, remember that one time we talked about so-and-so being depressed and how you were so glad that they got help? Well, I'm kind of feeling that way. And and make it okay for that kid, that child, whether, you know, whatever age they may be to come and yeah. talk to you about it and make it okay to get treatment for it just as if it was a, you know, a health issue that was um, physical, you know, if yeah. your heart isn't exactly. working right, you've got to go take care of that. If you're if you've got a broken limb, you have to take care of that. People see that. And I think a lot of times mental health becomes this invisible illness and people don't want to talk about it. People don't want to address it because it becomes very private and it yeah. becomes very um, isolated. And so, yeah. yeah, I think we need to make it a conversation that is okay to have. Yeah. And and one thing that I think that parents can do of, you know, tweens and teens, especially, um, is sit down and have have a conversation about creating a self-care plan. And I've been really getting into that with um, this whole COVID thing and, and really understanding the different pieces to that. And that's one thing that we share um, on our Instagram account that, you know, it we're called, what is it, um, like self-care Friday, something like that. But we're coming up with some ideas that can help um, people with, with self-care. So what parents can do is create a plan with their kid. Because if, if the parents just say, do this, it's just one more thing that mom and dad are telling them to do. But if they can incorporate it with a conversation, that's going to help. So some ideas that um, they can do for like to support mental health is help their child, their teen practice gratitude. 
write down things that um, are positive and focus on that, creating things that they're grateful for, practicing mindfulness and being in the moment will be huge. Um, Emotionally, create a personal mantra. Every year I try and come up with a new mantra for that year. And I think if these kids can say, yeah, I am strong. I'm brave. I can do this. And they post themselves positive notes somewhere. (laughs) They're going to really start believing that because what you believe becomes your reality, right? So we need to be able to step this up. Um, Physical self-care isn't just about exercise. It's going to be about sleep and diet and staying hydrated and and all of that. So it's not just enough to go out there and play baseball and softball, but you've got to do these other components as well. And one area that I think gets missed a lot in self-care, especially for our youth, is um, spiritual. So thinking beyond themselves, and that is going to look different for different people, but volunteer work in your community volunteer work at a a place of worship, something that is meaningful to that that kid, whether it be um, the pet adoption or or something like that. But thinking outside and beyond themselves is going to be big. And and I think really self-care, if we start these kids young, having that as part of their regular routine can really help with a lot of these other issues that, you know, Oh, I, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I, I actually do a presentation on self-care and I include, I think, all those areas. But I think the one thing that I, I, I also add to that is as a parent, you have to model your behavior. Your kids will never do what you say, but they will, they will mimic you. They will do what, what you do. Absolutely. So if, you, if you smoke, they'll probably smoke. If you participate in yoga, they'll probably do yoga. You know, how you present yourself is how they're going to present themselves. So if you want your child to have really healthy self-care habits, then show them what that looks like. If you think it's important to get a massage every Sunday or every week or whatever. Oh, I want that. (laughs) Then go do it. I want that. (laughs) You should do that. You should do that, Cherry, because I need need a petty every week. (laughs) You know, and it's funny how we all have different things that make us feel good. You know, Um, for me, I once a month, I do a spa day for myself and my family has known my entire life. I I like my spas and I, I go and I do the whole spa day. I get everything they can possibly throw at me. Because that makes me feel good. That's what helps me decompress. That's what helps me reevaluate how my next month is going to look like. And I think it's really important to model that. To this day, both my girls, they like their spas. Yeah, there you uh, go. They they like to take care of themselves. And that's the behavior that I wanted to model. You know, it is not good to tell your children you need to take care of yourself and, and be good to yourself. And then you don't do it yourself. Exactly. Exactly. You're right. I mean, they're going to pick up the habits of those around them. So we want that to be positive. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have about four minutes before we close. I would really love it if you could share your website, your um, event information again, and any, any information that you might have so that people can connect with you if that's something they'd like to do. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. So the website is 
iamteenstrong.com. Through the um, website, you can email me or you can email info at iamteenstrong. If you would like to participate in the Move for Mental Health fundraiser, you can go to teenstrong.bamtickets.com and BAM is B-A-M-M. And you can um, Google um, Teen Strong. You can Google um, Teen Girls Help and uh, we will come up. We're on that first page when you do some searches. So um, I always get so excited over that. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God, we're doing something right. This is good. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think if you can, uh, you know, if you don't remember the full name of the business, just remember Teen Strong. You are Teen Strong and Google it and you will find I am Teen Strong. You can connect with Sherry. You can connect with her mental health event. Um, I think these are all really awesome things to participate in. And I think for anyone who has kids or is around kids, this is a good organization to have in your back pocket for when you need a resource. You are filled with resources. And um, th- this this is a great thing to share with others as well. Um, if We will have um, Sherry's banner with her information on uh, Voice America, on our voiceamerica.com uh, site as well. And if you have any questions and you can't remember, you can always get in touch with me. Um, so, Sherry, I have one last question for you. What, okay. advice, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Well, since we've been talking about self-care, I, I would do that. Um, take, spend more time taking care of myself um, emotionally and, and doing those pedicures and the massages. And, you know, when I was in, um, living in Southern California before I moved here in 91. Okay. I was, you know, a few minutes from the beach. Okay. Go down to the beach, take a walk, enjoy the sunshine. Just take the time to have downtime you know, and practice that self-care because it's going to impact every aspect of your life. So that's, that's oh, the absolutely. Thing. Yeah. I didn't absolutely. realize that when I was younger, but <laughs> now I'm well, old, I get it. <laughs> I think that is, that is a really important thing. When my kids were little, I remember we used to drive, we lived in Prescott, Arizona at the time. And we used to drive past these antelope every day on their way to school. And one day I pulled the car over and I said, I want you to look at these beautiful hills and these antelope because the day will come someday that we will not see this anymore. And they're like, really? (laughs) They took it for granted. And sure enough, that day came and they still remember it because we stopped to actually take the moment and look at them and appreciate them. Exactly. It makes a huge difference. So thank you so much, Sherry. Um, Thank you, Fozzie. I really appreciate it. Of course. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go once again to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. You can subscribe to our uh, Executive Function magazine there. You can listen to the podcast. You can listen to the live radio show. You can also go to our YouTube channel, and um, we will be actually posting this recording, um, the actual visual portion of it, on YouTube. So if you'd like to see Sherry and I behind the scenes, you can do that as well. And thank you again for listening. Without you, this could not be possible. So have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. 
Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.